Hey, good morning. Welcome to all of you who live in the great state of Florida. You're listening to The Stand Podcast, a podcast where we discuss issues and politics that affect you and I, citizens of Florida at the county level. My name is Chance Jamire, and I'm your host. So don't hit that stop button, stay tuned, and we'll be right back with you. Good morning. You're listening to episode one of Standing in Faith, a message to Christians. I hope all of y'all are having a good morning. I want to talk about Christianity because it plays such a vital role in our individual lives uh, for those of us uh, from around the world, uh, all across the United States, and specifically in the state of Florida. Christianity is the most prevalent religion in the United States. Estimates from a 2021 uh, study suggest that out of the entire U.S. population, 332 million, or about 63% of us, are Christian. In the state of Florida, by some estimates, 37% of the population is Christian. That's roughly 8,170,000 that believe in the message of Christ. That is a lot of people. There's some big issues that are upon us uh, that we are facing uh, in our state in the very near future that uh, I personally believe will try the souls of men. As many of you know and have heard from other podcasts and news sources, our supply chain is trashed. Uh, The issue with baby formula, uh, frankly, is uh, very scary. Um, You know, my daughter is... uh, uh, pregnant with child, uh, will soon be uh, having a boy, and the fact that uh, baby formula is so so hard to find is uh, it, it's frightening at times. There are reports of uh, our fuel supply running dangerously low. Our president declaring that our strategic oil reserves have been drained. Inflation is out of control. The amount of money being spent in the Ukraine is mind-boggling. The old FTX collapse, $37 billion. Some people believe it's been uh, money laundered through Ukraine for the Biden family. Our neighbors south of the Panhandle, their lives upended by two devastating hurricanes. And there are incredible stories of local citizens reaching out a helping hand. So my message is this, to those who I would call brother or sister, those who call on the name of Christ, to those that seek wisdom from the scriptures, it is time to begin to deepen our faith and begin to wrestle with our flesh and bring it into submission. We have to work out our faith to be obedient in our submission because it's only in community that we're going to be able to stand in the days to come. 
In the past, when the economy was good, it's very easy to uh, not so much rely upon God, not to seek his face, not to seek wisdom from him. When the economy's good, people are working, they're, they're bringing home a paycheck, they're taking care of their family, they're going out, they're having a good time, uh, eating some great food, uh, maybe going to a local brewery, drinking some, some cold beers, and just having a good time. Life seems pretty good. But uh, as most of you know, that's changing pretty quickly, and uh, what tomorrow holds, none of us really know. Um... We have to begin to think through and walk out the many scriptures that we have floating around in our head. Um, myself, uh, you know, almost 16 years ago, I spent uh, three years in uh, Bible college, reading the Bible, studying the scriptures, learning how to talk to folks about the Word of God and the character of God and challenging people from the scriptures and read so much Bible and went to church so many times and heard thousands of scriptures. So we have all of these scriptures floating around in our head, but it's just useless knowledge until we begin to put those in action, because it's in that, in the action that our faith begins to take hold and it begins to be a part of us. Uh, one of the things that we have to be careful for is our emotions in our day-to-day -day life. Our emotions can become our master. We can walk by fear and not by faith, because uh, without faith, it's impossible to uh, please God. Now, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't prepare for things to come, uh, because many of us uh, are preparing uh, as we would for a hurricane or a natural disaster or something of that nature. It's not wrong to prepare. Uh, you know, it's important to pray and uh, seek uh, for protection uh, from God. It is important to do that, but uh, it's not wrong to prepare. It's not wrong to begin to research and establish a, a strong garden to feed your families and possibly others as God would lead. I myself uh, just got done taking a bunch of my soil samples up to the extension office and getting a uh, soil test on my soil. Here in Florida, we have uh, soil that's very acidic. And for those of you out there that are doing some gardening, you know that if the soil is too acidic, it doesn't grow well. We know and have been taught for years that Antichrist will come and establish his kingdom. We know that we wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. We're literally in a war, guys. We're in a spiritual war. Now for the hearts and souls of men. Well, how will that come to fruition? Have you thought about that? What's that look like? This spiritual war that we're going through. Have you ever thought about what does that look like? In the middle of the day... When you're in the middle of a situation and something's going on that's not right, you're responding in a way that you know is not right, have you thought about it in the context of being in a spiritual war when it's all said and done and you have time to go back and reflect on it? Do you see it as a spiritual war? 
The Apostle Paul said we are not ignorant of Satan's devices. As he goes about his business, what tools is he using? Who are his minions? He is about his business, and he does not grow weary. Even now, as some listen, they think about another message, another way to wrestle the message that I'm bringing to you and control it. Or, you know, they want to make their self look bigger than, you know, someone that's bringing the message, uh, smarter, wiser. They cast dispersion on those God has placed in their life. Even though he said, don't let division be once named amongst you. We are entirely too divided uh, as believers. We have many faiths, uh, but at the core of many of these faiths, the doctrine is as as it should be. It, it, we get divided on these little side issues that, that really aren't, aren't important. And from what we're taught, uh, from when we're kids on up, we have to be uh, one church. We're one church. We're one body, many members. And there's far too much division that's going on. If you think about the words of Christ, he said, a house, nation, or kingdom divided against itself will not stand. And in the days to come, in the trials uh, that we will face, it's going to be so important for us to uh, bond together and let our petty differences uh, go to the wayside because we believe in we believe in one Christ, we believe in one Savior, we believe in one God, and we believe that His death on the cross is what in uh, His resurrection uh, for us uh, and for our our sins uh, to unite us, to bring us back together as one body. There's a lot of us that believe that, and that is what we need to be united on. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> there are certain things from the Scripture that we must begin to take in within ourselves and put into action. Here's where it all begins. It begins upstairs in the bean, the brain that God has given us to to uh, to live out our lives and to think through things. There's an old Chinese proverb that says, be careful of your thoughts for your thoughts become your words. Be careful of your words for your words become your actions. Be careful of your actions for your actions become your habits. Be careful of your habits for your habits become your character. Be careful of your character, for your character becomes your destiny. Every day we're inundated with moments that try and steer us away from our purpose. Our purpose is to bring glory to God from our life, and the words we speak, and the actions that spring forth from our hands. We have to have godly discernment. We have to be guided by Him in the moments. And in order for that to happen, we have to get control of our minds. There's a particular passage that I've taught my kids growing up uh, to help them become strong. I believe as an individual, you have to have a strong mind because there's so many things that we're faced with on a daily basis that if we let our emotions go, uh, that they can they can get control of our lives, and uh, that's just not good. That's not good at all. Um, 
And this is the verse. Cast down all thoughts and imaginations that exalt themselves above the knowledge of God and bring every thought captive to the obedience of Christ. Every day, our thoughts begin with a particular seed thought. And we have a couple of choices. We can water that thought uh, for the good, or we can water that thought for the bad. In this particular passage, it says to cast down the bad thought. But sometimes we become so wrapped up in our emotions that we water the bad. And pretty soon it becomes so big that it overshadows everything and we feel like we can't get away from that. So the scriptures offer us guidance about uh, casting that down. You know, I've told this story a a hundred times uh, if I've told it once. Uh, there was an Indian chief that uh, became a Christian, and he was being interviewed by a reporter. And the reporter said to him, he said, Chief, I heard you've become a Christian. Chief said, Yes, I have. The reporter said, So, so what's going on? Uh, describe to us uh, what this change is like. He said... In my mind, it's like two dogs fighting, a white dog and a black dog. And the reporter asked, so who's winning, chief? And the chief very wisely said, whoever I feed the most. And that's that's such a powerful analogy of what we do with our own thought life. We have a decision uh, to make. When faced with these different thoughts uh, that come into our life, uh, some of them are caused by our own actions, and some of them are a part of the spiritual warfare that we have to deal with on a daily basis. We can water these thoughts, or we can cast them down. The scriptures tell us to cast them down and bring every thought captive. So we have the power. God has equipped us with the power to bring our thoughts uh, in into captivity, to to make our thoughts and direct our thoughts in the appropriate way, or we can just take our hands off of them and just let our thoughts run wild, and that's really kind of what we're faced with today. Uh, in many of these generations that come along, they're emotionally driven. Uh, every thought that they come uh, that comes into their mind, they feel they have to address, uh, and they just run with it because they have no spiritual direction. They're they're guided strictly by their flesh, and we see what that looks like uh, on the on the outside. Let me ask you: Where does your mind go when faced with thoughts of the future? Does your mind go to your faith? Or does your mind go to a political figure that's going to be the savior of our great country? Does it go to fear? Or does it go to faith? What are the actions that come forth from your thought process? You know, one of the things that the the scripture says is as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. So the things that we think, the things that we think about ourselves, the things that we think about uh, 
in in the future uh, oftentimes those come out in our hands and they can come out in a good way or they can come out in a bad way we all struggle do you turn to worldly counsel or do you turn to people with strong faith in the relationships that you've worked to build to deal with these struggles that begin in the mind and come out in the hands we have to begin to build our faith and faith comes by hearing as you know in hearing by the word of god we have to crack the word which in our temporary world is the physical manifestation of god in the beginning was the word and the word was with god and the word was god uh, right now if you're struggling to see god and understand who god is you will find God within the pages of the scriptures. You're not alone. God is love. And when you see the attribute of love, you might see it in your daily walk. When you're out shopping, when you're going to the grocery store, you see an act of love expressed uh, to a small child, uh, to an elderly woman, uh, to, to just a stranger on the street. Right there in that moment uh, is God. Love is not some human creation or feeling. God is all-powerful. Love is all-powerful. God is all-knowing, all-present, and He wants to meet with you. God has placed His ambassadors all over the world that really desire to live their lives in a God-honoring way true Christians will never turn its back on you. So reach out. Call somebody today. Pray for someone who is struggling. We must begin to strengthen our faith so that we can strengthen others in the days to come so that we can stand against this present evil. It's so important for us to uh, come back. You know, some of us including myself uh, have walked away because of hurts in the past uh, because of our flesh uh, you know sometimes we're just plain lazy and I include myself uh, sometimes we get wrapped up in the affairs of this life and it pulls us away from our relationship with God and studying the scriptures that's okay that happens to all of us but now is the time to come back Start uh, meeting with somebody uh, that's of faith. Uh, you know, it may not be church in the beginning. It might just be meeting with a friend or a family member that has uh, a walk with God and talking with them and asking questions. Uh, questions are okay. Doubt is okay. Uh, you know, those that are uh, true Christians and uh, of the true faith, they're not going to mind meeting with you or talking with you. Call them up. Say, hey, you know, I've got some questions. I, I really want to know about this God that, uh, that you worship. And they will meet with you and they'll talk with you. And, you know... Uh, Whoever stands at the door and knocks, I will open the door and come into you. So keep that in mind. Be uplifted today. Know that God is still here, even though you might not be able to see him. God is present and uh, he loves you. 
So keep that in mind. Have a good day. Have a strong day. And uh, come back again for episode two. I can't tell you that it's going to be on a regular basis. But as God leads, uh, I will come back with episode two. And we'll talk about faith again. So we're going to pray. And then this episode's going to be over. Father God, I thank you for this day and for all that come into the presence of this message, Lord. I pray that you bless them. I pray that you show your strong presence to them, Lord, that you reveal your glory to them. Father, give them faith, strengthen them, and give them your heart. I ask these things in the name of Christ. Amen. Have a good day, folks, and we will talk again. Bye now.